This is Why Libertarian, the show dedicated to telling the stories of libertarians new and old, promoting libertarian values, and fighting against authoritarians, statists, feds, and anyone else who would like to steal your liberty and freedom. I am Matthew Strzok, and I would like to thank you for tuning in to this episode. Enjoy. Another beautiful day in paradise, folks, isn't it? <laughs> this is Matthew Strzok. This is Why Libertarian. Um, I am coming at you today because there is something that has been being discussed a lot since yesterday, right? Obviously, the events of yesterday have been discussed a lot. But there has been something that has come up time after time after time. And it's, again, this tribal kind of like back and forth. Before we get into it, please like, comment, subscribe, share, retweet, hit the notification bell so that you can see these in the future. Um, the first thing, I want to start off a little bit differently this time. The first thing I want to do is I want to roll through a handful of mostly tweets that have come out within the last like 12, 24 hours. Um, and these are just from various people throughout uh, the Twitter sphere, obviously. Um, the first of which is our our uh, constantly news-making House of Representatives member, AOC. Um, our republic is in great danger. It's imperiled uh, further without swift action to protect it. The president incited an attack on Congress. He's deeply unstable. The cabinet must invoke the 25th Amendment, and Congress must also Im pursue impeachment and removal of the president. We've got Eric D. July saying... Many of y'all are seeing now that the state is their religion and their monuments are sacred. Motherfuckers can burn your businesses down and it's all gravy because of insurance. But once, for any reason, you at the building of the biggest criminal class, uh, you're at the building of the biggest criminal class, pearls get clutched. We got Luke Rudkowski uh, sharing the emergency security measures are already being in place. D.C. mayor extends public emergency to 15 days after four people are confirmed dead amid the violence at the Capitol. I know of one, three of the other ones. I don't know if they're throwing them in there to aggrandize or, or make the, the story bigger than it is. But that's what's being reported is the four deaths. We got comic Dave Smith, ever the present uh, sarcastic master that he is. Yesterday was nothing short of a coup attempt. It had all the hallmark signs of a revolution. Furries selfies, no guns. It was exactly like the War of 1812. Uh, we've got Governor Phil Murphy, obviously. Everyone never was to good crisis. Everyone's got to stick their nose in, right? The fact that we all woke up this morning to the reality of President-elect Joe Biden's election formalized by the United States Congress is proof that our democracy is stronger than an unhinged mob. We've got Phoenix Ammunition saying, get ready for a Patriot Act level bill to come out in the first session of Congress, which will almost certainly include some aspect of additional firearm regulation. We've got pictures from Vox, several months removed, okay? We've got September, uh, you know, this is this update, I forget what this is from, but we've got uh, basically September 22nd of 2016, the headline reads, riots are destructive, dangerous, and scary, but they can lead to serious social reforms. And then all of a sudden, in 2020, or 2021, mind you, every person who forced their way into the Capitol should be arrested. Um, what else do we have? And lastly, a meme, because who doesn't like memes? 
we got COVID-19 politics, rioting, whatever's next week's bullshit is all fighting amongst itself. And me checking my Bitcoin account and being like, all right, things aren't that bad. Um, thank you for that donation to uh, my my funds, so to speak. Um, I really wanted to shoot this because I think the 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 answer or 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 the the gold that's at the end of all of this is we've had these two extreme things that have happened within the last twelve months, 2020, 2020 and the beginning of twenty twenty one. You have the BLM protests and riots, and then you have the the MAGA supporters raiding the Capitol or, or not even raiding, just pushing their way in and taking selfies and stealing Nancy Pelosi's speaker's podium and just random ridiculousness. Okay. And these two things, those two groups of people, if, if you're pro the one, you're probably anti the other. And if you're pro the other, you're anti the one. There's been multiple conversations online, especially amongst like the libertarians that I follow, where, you know, Dave Smith caught flack because he said there's a difference between what happened at the Capitol versus what happened with the the, the riots and the protests over 2020. Uh, Elliot Sherman and Todd Hagopian got into it about whether or not, you know, they're the same thing and whether one should be condemned and one should be allowed um, and, and the merits of both of them. Uh, let's see. The, the National Libertarian Party put out, you know, messaging that basically said that this was chaos. It, it was basically an attempted insurrection um, and, and it was terroristic. I forget if they use the word terrorist, but a lot of people are throwing that word around these days. I mean, there's absolutely no meaning to that word anymore. Everything's terrorism. I mean, you know, like, oh, you you didn't give me the exact change. You're, you're, you're a terrorist. Like, that word just gets thrown around. But I think the Libertarian Party took a stance of like, you know, we're not going to condone violent revolution. We would rather, you know, maintain the 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 uh, the process, so to speak, to try and, you know, advance freedom and liberty. Um, and you had people who took direct issue with that. You had Dave Smith take issue with it. You had Mosh Ture take direct issue with it. I mean, the people you would expect that are more kind of like on that front, you know, let, let's let's kind of like, uh, you know, violence against the state is not violent. It's not insurrection because the state has already aggressed. It aggresses every single day. Right. Um, those people that are of that mindset, they were consistent with that. And those people that are of the mindset of, look, let's stick with the status, not the status quo, but the the the, the pathway. Right. Like what's work within the system to dismantle it or neuter it or do whatever we need in order to advance freedom and liberty. Um, so to that extent, I think a lot of people have been fairly consistent in their viewpoint, at least in terms of the people that I watch, right? The mainstream media has not been consistent. Okay. They've demonized the people yesterday. And then, you know, the, the people from BLM and, and, and the riots and the protests, those were all, you know, freedom fighters and fighting for equality and fighting back against an oppressive police state. Okay. What's really ironic is the, the view of the police now has completely shifted. It used to be MAGA was all thin blue line and, you know, they're actually sitting there getting beat with, you know, batons while they're carrying a thin blue line flag into the Capitol. I mean, the irony cannot be wasted there. But I, I think the, 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 the conclusion is that these two groups have something deeply in common. And if they don't find this, this is going to be a waste. It is going to be a travesty if these two groups can't find the common ground that exists. Now, there's some differences, too. I'm not saying they're both equivalent. All right. But what I'm saying is the final conclusion 
could be and it should be the same. And if they reach this conclusion, it will be better for all of us. All right. But again, there is a huge, huge asterisk here that not everything is equivalent, right? So I'm going to run through some of the different aspects of both of these events, all right, and try and make sense of where the common ground is and where maybe both of them have, have gone awry, so to speak, all right? So let's look at the why first, all right? Both of them were about state overreach, Okay, both of them were about, uh, you know, basically the the police essentially treating American citizens, unlike them being American citizens and, and trampling their rights, maybe even assaulting or killing them. Right. It was also about uh, police enforcing unconstitutional laws, despite the fact that police are sworn to uphold the Constitution. Um, one was about fraud. It was about the state being so big that it decided it wanted to pick who the winner was going to be, despite the fact that 70 million Americans wanted someone different and they think that it was stolen. Um, the why on on uh, on the BLM side was it started off, uh, I, or, I don't even know if it started off this way, but it, it got contorted into racism versus, you know, whatever else the other side was arguing, right? And, and, and so that became that contravening thread. And truthfully, the, the racism thread is a red herring. It's, 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 it's a bullshit throw-in that tries to, to anneal the movement in one direction, because it wasn't racism. Now, it, it's racism, or or at least it's unconstitutional in the sense that it uh, it disproportionately affects a certain race, but it doesn't disproportionately affect only that one race, right? The, the, the BLM movement brought in people from other areas because it wasn't just about people that were, you know, American citizens that were, you know, darker skinned. Okay, being mistreated. It was that a lot of it was that, but there was also other aspects of police and state overreach that creeped into it. But the fact that one thing kind of dominated that conversation, it was almost like it was co-opted by people to to keep it going. Right? Um, it it was the propaganda that stoked and continued to stoke the fire. Right? Part of the reason why I think this this thing is going to die out in terms of MAGA is it's one dude. Right. Like even if you say that it's like, you know, the the corruption of of the swamp, even if you say it's D.C. or whatever, I, I don't see this thing lasting for years. OK. Or, or even a year. I think once Biden gets put in, there will be kind of like a trail off. In fact, there's something that you could be said. Something could be said about whether or not these these protesters slash eventual, you know, uh, uh, miscreants that ran into the Capitol building were allowed to some extent to, to prov provoke this and, and, and get it going in order to neuter that voice so that come the 20th, it's a much easier transition. Or maybe like AOC is advocating for it, gave them enough license to try and run uh, Trump out of town on a rail before the 20th to further, you know, twist the knife. Like not only did you lose, but we didn't give you a full four years. Like that, that almost kind of sounds like something they would do. But again, that's bordering on conspiracy theory. I don't have any, you know, proof of that. Um, now let's talk about the where and the what, all right, the where and the what, uh, well, for the most part, and, and, 
actually it's 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 kind of like a combination of the two. The BLM actions happened focused on some private and some public. All right. And Dave Smith has been pretty consistent about this. I think some of the other folks within the libertarian and ANCAP uh, you know, world have been pretty consistent on this. They're less worried about the the focus on the public buildings. They're less worried about the police department. They're less worried about the federal courthouse. They're more so worried about private businesses that are, I, I forget if it was Dave Smith or, or Mike Malice that put it out, but they basically said that, yes, I, I hold a private business in higher regard than I do, you know, some public building, right? That was, that was accosted or, or vandalized, right? I, I hold private property to be more important than the public property that everyone was saying was desecrated, right? Um, and so in BLM, you had a combination of the two, which basically means that they lost control of the mob, right? The, 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 the message was missed or it got lost or it got co-opted. And so it got translated into this, you know, racism and, and, and critical race theory and all this other stuff. When the focus needed to be on the police precincts, it needed to be on city hall. And you know, look, if you wanted to focus on the federal courthouse, because there were certain types of cases or something like that, that were happening there that were associated with the movement, that's fine. But that just goes to show you that, that the focusing of that movement kind of got out of control or it was purposely shifted so that it went towards the public sector businesses and people's private property. And I would say that pretty much everyone would not condone that. Even if you were somewhat on the sign, side of the BLM movement, you would not condone the destruction of private property. Right, the lighting on fire or the 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 looting of private businesses. You would just not be you would not be in favor of that. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. You don't get to aggress a, against other free individuals and their property and their beings. Okay. Um, now, so far, this is yet to be determined, but so far, everything that's happened with the MAGA folks has been focused on the Capitol building. All right. There's been some other issues in terms of like you know ride arounds and towns and things like that. But for the most part, I don't really see them going after private businesses. Okay. Which, which I'm not going to say is like, you know, a, a gold star. They don't get like a brownie point or something like that. But I can tell you that I'm, I'm much more okay with them focusing their, their ire and their, their hatred toward the, the state and the, and the public sector edifices, right. As opposed to now all of a sudden running out and, you know, uh, I, who, who knows, like, you know, desecrating some private museum or something like that. I, hopefully it doesn't get to that. Hopefully they, they just stay focused on the one thing. But like I said, I, I think it's going to peter out on its own because of just the nature of it. Um, all right, let's talk about the results. <laughs> Are there any results? Um, let's see. First of all, we're going to start with the negative. All right. We'll start with the bad news. Both resulted in loss of life, which is awful. It's awful. All right. Um, and and in some cases, you know, people want to fight and say oh, it was warranted or it wasn't warranted or whatever. Look, the nature of these things is they get out of control. They're they're not controlled. Okay, what happened yesterday? Even though they contain their focus to the one building and the one effort, was not. Uh, it still wasn't under control. There, there's never a control in these types of situations. So you end up losing lives, all right? The same thing can be said about the, the BLM protests and riots. It's, there was loss of life and it really didn't need to happen, but it did. And that's, that's 
awful and terrible, and it should not be relished. I see people posting about like, you know, she deserved to get shot in the neck or whatever. Uh, you know, and then other people on the other side, when the BLM stuff was happening and, and someone was like, you know, I think the person that tried to loot the pawn shop and, and got shot, like, well, play stupid games, get stupid prize. Like, stop. Do, do not revel in people's death, not fellow Americans. If you believe in freedom, if you believe in liberty, do not revel in someone's death that you would see as another individual deserving of the same rights and freedoms that you are. That's completely preposterous. It doesn't matter what their opinions are. All right. You do not do not like I take the dirt from their grave and rub it on your face like it's fucking like, you know, amazing shit. Like, stop, stop. You don't say that stuff. Right. That plays right into their game. They want you in fighting like that, because the moment that you don't see each other as equals is the same. The moment you don't see that the fact that the state is fucking you over both the same way that's when they win. So stop that. All right. There was also damage to private property and public property. Again, public property, I'm not too worried about. Dude walking out with this, you know, Speaker Pelosi's thing, like to a certain extent, he paid for it. I also paid for it. So he kind of stole from me and he stole from you and he stole from everyone else that'll watch this video. All right. But that being said, there was a piece of it that he paid for. All right. I'm less concerned about that. I'm more so concerned about riots and civil actions that result in the destruction or the theft of people's private property. It is a mainstay of this country that there is private property, that you can own something, okay? And the fact that the state has done everything it can to make you think you own something, but really you don't, because if you don't pay your taxes, they'll take it from you, is an abomination, all right? But don't play their game. Don't think that you can just go take other people's stuff. That's what they do. You don't do that. Don't do that. Um, all right. Let's talk about some of the possible, like, maybe positive or, or, or whatever the eventual things are that could come of this that are maybe down the road. Well, first of all, Biden wins, right? Like, Biden wins. But the, the bitter irony here is that Biden wins and then immediately turns his back on and shuns BLM doesn't invite them to the table, uses them as a political tactic to get what he wants and the establishment uses to get what they want, and then they box them out. They didn't even give them a freaking cookie. They weren't even like, here, here's a little taste, now go away. They didn't give them anything. And on top of that, doesn't even invite them on the table. And then when it comes to like, I don't even know what the fuck he's calling it, but this like, you know, this, you know, racial equity kind of movement and this like, you know, uh, uh, justice reform or, or police reform, criminal reform stuff doesn't include marijuana. Okay. Doesn't include some of the other things that would reduce the number of police interactions, which would then further reduce the number of shootings and beatings and, and, and unlawful searches and seizures and detainments and civil asset forfeiture. It doesn't address any of that. So it's wasted. It's wasted. And, and the problem is that the, the folks that were out there in, in May and June and July, that's what they were fighting for. The people that lost their lives thought they were losing their lives to affect that kind of change because the dude was going to allow them to come to the table and at least have some input into what that change should be, right? But that's not, that, that's not what happened. He immediately turned his back because he's part of the establishment. And I'll, I'll get to the final conclusion later, but it, it's the same thing. 
It's the same thing that the people yesterday that stormed the Capitol are fighting. They just don't understand it yet. All right. And then as far as the, the, the MAGA occupation of the Capitol or whatever, storming of the Capitol, it's to be determined. But immediately from those tweets, right, looks like we're going to get more authoritarian rule. Looks like there's probably going to be another Patriot Act that tries to, you know, strip gun rights from Americans, that tries to further uh, uh, distance the legislators and, and the elected ruling class from the general public. Um, it will it effectively united the tyrants late in the night. If you were watching like after midnight, they had all these speeches about how, all right, we need to come together now. Right. And a number of the, the legislators that were going to push back against the electors and the elector votes, they decided, you know what? We need to elect a president. We need to move on. We need to get past this stuff. All it was, was this like show of camaraderie. And everyone was like, yeah, we need to unify the country. But they want to unify the country behind two wolves that are fighting over a sheep, right? Before, the wolves were at each other's necks. Now they're right back in lockstep again. You get the head. I get the ass. We'll meet in the middle. That's what you got. You got congressional people that are basically saying, you know what? Let's reach across the aisle to find unity. And that unity is going to screw you, regardless of whether you're part of BLM, MAGA, libertarian, independent. If you live out in the woods, they will find a way to screw you. And this kind of united them. The last 12 months has united them in that effort. And finally, Trump still loses. He still lost. Okay. Regardless of whether you think it was fraudulent or not. I, I would say that there's fraud in every election. Okay. But depending on the level of it, if, if you think that he was deserved of a, of a huge landslide victory and it was stolen from him, right? Regardless of that, the, the state exists to continue to perpetuate the state. That's why it exists. That's why it still exists now, even though it's awful. That's what it does, okay? And it will continue to do that. And that's why the anti-federalists were right. No amount, of, no amount of constitutional chains that you put on the state will constrict it and stop it from breaking loose and trying to gobble up as much power and control and money as it can. You can't. So the only answer is to not have it. That's the only answer. So anyone who sits there and says, well, the answer is, you know, more laws or more crackdown, more law and order, more. It, no, it's not more. It's, it's less. In fact, it's none. None. All right. None. Um, let's talk about the police. I mentioned it in my live cast yesterday. Um, I mentioned it earlier in this live cast. There's an irony here of people, MAGA people storming the Capitol, being hit with batons and pepper sprayed by police that three months ago they were they were shouting back the blue, right? They were they were shouting law and order. And and if you uh if you break with that, then you deserve the the results that you get. You deserve to have your head cracked or your head beaten because of it. And and they faced the same exact thing. And the problem is if they just turn around and think that they're a bunch of lackeys or, or now they're in Biden's back pocket, that's not the answer. The police don't give a shit who's in power. The police's job is to maintain the state, the infrastructure of the state. Whoever's sitting at the head of it doesn't matter to them, right? They'll try and jockey for position. They'll play a little bit of politics. But at the end of the day, 
police and policing forces throughout this country, they just try and maintain the infrastructure that's in place. That's what they do. It doesn't matter what your political affiliation is. It doesn't matter what your viewpoint is. That's what they do. They try and maintain law and order. To them, law and order is what existed yesterday. I'm trying to make sure it exists today, right? They are the, the anti-change. They don't like change, right? The police state does not like change. It works for the state to make sure that everything goes accordingly. And if there's going to be change, it's going to be change that is structured and it's going to move a certain way and we're going to have it telegraphed, right? Like that's the change they like. They do not like free peoples deciding to change. And so it doesn't matter what your political persuasion, doesn't matter if you're MAGA or BLM or libertarian or whatever, or anarchist, it doesn't matter. If you try and buck the system, they will beat your head. That's the way it works. So is there common ground? Yeah, there's freaking common ground. You're both fighting the same fight. If you want change, if you want to fix something, you're fighting against these institutionalized, uh, uh, you know, basically uh, walls, ironically, walls that are put in the way of change, positive change for the betterment of freedom and liberty. And so you have to fight back against it. But the problem is if you continually think that you're fighting a war of one and the other people that are fighting a separate thing are, are, are idiots and they're fighting against you, that's, that's the other irony. Black Lives Matter and, and these MAGA folks are not fighting against each other. They're fighting for the same things at the, at the core of it. They're fighting for the same things. When, when you know, the people, fuck the people that co-opt these movements, right? Fuck the people that go out there and say, well, it's about critical race theory. And it's about the fact that this is a racist country. And all. Fuck that. It's about equality. It's about freedom. It's about allowing everybody to be whoever they want and allowing them to do whatever they want with their body and their property as long as it doesn't interfere with someone else doing the same thing. That's it. That's all it is, right? And both of these groups are fighting for the same thing. Now, the MAGA people were, uh, as the BLM people were co-opted by this critical race theory and this this kind of like propagandist type thing, the MAGA people were co-opted by a demagogue, right? Trump is a demagogue. There's no like set of principles he follows. He follows Trumpism. That's what he follows. And that's what these people are following. So they, the that's not common ground, right? The, the common ground is not what they eventually ended up getting sold on. But the common ground at the core of it is it's the state versus them or them versus the state. And that's the common ground that they have with libertarians. That's the common ground that they have with anarchists. It's the common ground that libertarians have within their own party. Because we fight like freaking cats and dogs. I posted the other day, when my family fights like cats and dogs, don't stick your nose in, right? Because we will call a truce long enough to rip your face off and then go back to taking care of business, our business, right? But don't stick your nose in, right? I think Boris Johnson tried to put something out the other day. And I was like, you limey prick, shut up. You're finding and arresting your own people if they walk in groups of more than two. Stop it. You have no right to stick your nose into our, our beef, right? But within the Libertarian Party, same deal, man. We get to beef amongst each other and and... But we hash it out. 
you want to you want to step in and try and think that you're going to insert your narrative into our internal beef like uh, unless unless you're part of the conversation you're you're adding something to it or trying to resolve it in such a way that like you know you're adding some material and, and some thought provoking shit to it get the fuck out of here like i don't want to hear it all the trolls online that want to be like oh well Yesterday, someone tried to make the argument that, like, oh, well, yesterday you see what an ANCAP world brings you. And I was like, no, no, you fucking didn't. An ANCAP world does not involve a federal government. There wouldn't be a Capitol building to storm, chucklehead. Like, that wouldn't happen. It wouldn't be there. There would not be a central edifice of control. That's not what happens. But so to, to both of those groups, there, there's, an, there's an opportunity here. And even within the Libertarian Party, there's an opportunity to understand what the, the commonalities are. And the commonalities is it's the ruling class and the state versus everyone else. And if you're watching this, unless you're a Fed, I'm pretty sure that you're part of the everyone else. So there's commonality to be held here. Do not just paint with a broad brush. And be like, oh, those stupid maggots, they're a bunch of idiots. Or don't be like, oh, those BLM people are a bunch of, you know, hate mongers and they're practicing racism just like everyone else is. Well, maybe they've been co-opted, but at the heart of it, the majority of them are fighting for the same thing. Maybe they don't know it. Maybe they haven't realized it yet. Maybe they just haven't had enough time because they've been struggling so hard against the state to actually figure out what what's what right but at the end of the day it's it's all the same it's the same so don't turn around and and dance on someone's grave don't turn around and and paint someone with a brush that is completely flippant so that you can legitimize your viewpoint they're, they're fighting for the same thing there are some differences but there's a lot of commonality find that commonality Find that unifying thing, and we can come out of this better. But you have to understand that the powers that be, the state, will use this as an excuse to further clamp down, to make things worse, to press their advantage. Don't let them. And the first way that you can not let them is, is to actually reach across that perceived divide, which is there, which doesn't exist, but mind you, but reach across that perceived divide. And be like, you know what? They're going to link hands in the Capitol building and come together to try and screw us over. We're going to link hands to stop them from doing it. Thank you again for tuning in. This is a quick reminder to subscribe, like, share, and comment to help get the message of liberty and freedom in front of as many folks as possible. See you next time on Why Libertarian. Why Libertarian.